0: Great morning. Are you? Good morning, Coop. (laughs) I mean, what's up? Like, where you at? I see. I hear all the feedback in the background. I'm just curious. Like, where you at? Um, what feedback? So are you just getting home from work bro or from no me? no man i just
1: got up. I'm sitting down I got a you know I got a lumpy leg man so okay just make sometimes it makes some no- make some noises
0: got it got it got it everything else good how, how, how was the leg coming by the way i see all the snaps all the
1: um I'm working on the leg really hard got it uh, yeah. Uh, let's see. About four weeks and some change post operation. Um, hoping to get cleared to start um, doing some weight bearing stuff soon. Kind of, kind of limping around still, but um, doing what I can with what I got. Thank you for asking.
0: Got it. Yeah, no problem. How's uh, how's baby doing, or how's mom doing? That's the first.
1: I think, I think mom's doing good. Um, kind of, you know, dealing with the, the, the rapid body changes, you know, and asking questions just cause it's brand new. It's crazy. You know, you've been through it, but it's just kind of like, man, it's crazy how quick things progress.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah. For sure. For sure. How's everything going on
1: your end? How, How are you guys doing?
0: Yeah, we're great, man. I can't complain. Um, can't complain, bro. Um, another uh, OB appointment today. Earthbeat. Um, yeah, er- everything's good. Kid, kids are doing good. Giving dad a run for his money, like they normally do. Um, actually, I call him the little Energizer Bunny. He um, is always moving in your snaps. Always moving. Like, I, I mean, Bray, Bray. Ray was you know, she was like speeding and he like went through all the phases quick. Um Cash is just busy running around. I'll never forget our last wedding we went to. Um for an hour I was chasing him around. I mean we were we were playing games, but dude just didn't slow down. And I'm like this is why I stay in shape. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah I don't know who was more tired, you or him probably afterwards,
0: oh, I was tired, trust me, bro. I'm not even gonna lie like he he probably still could have went a whole hour. I had to like hold him down and just like distract him so daddy could catch his breath, you know, so it's all uh, good um wife- wife is doing good, can't complain um, the calm the calm before the storm uh, our project spot to uh. Hmm. You know, it's 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 almost like the. For as long as we have waited, I feel like the last this last part is gonna come and go, and we're gonna be like blink and it's grand opening. It's
1: one of those things where once construction starts, you see the change every day. Yeah, you know? and before you're in the construction phase, you don't see any physical changes. So yeah, uh, I I would agree with you. Is it Time flies, anyways, right? That's the old saying. But
0: uh... yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. You remember that that one episode that we that I said we were gonna save and we were gonna talk about it sometime? Um, yes. Yeah, we're still gonna wait. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. I I had to think about which one because I know, you have always I know you have many different bookmarks. Um, oh I think I know the one you're talking about. Oh yeah.
0: Anyway. Anyways. Uh anything else before we uh jump into this book review? Episode eighty one? Man, dude, nineteen more episodes. We're gonna hit hundred. That's crazy.
1: Um episode eighty one. Kobe Bryant's all time scoring game. 81 points. That's what that's where my head went right away, man. But we're we're book reviewing, right? Are you done? We 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 are book reviewing, or are are we, are we
0: not? We are book reviewing. Yeah, I'm surprised. I'm surprised you didn't have us do uh, Kobe Bryant's book. That would have been the ultimate. Yeah, it, it. I I own the book. It's it's more of a picture book.
1: It's not really like a, <laughs> you know, reviewer. I mean, we can. What do you think of the picture on page seventy-one, Coop? You know, like it's a lot of pictures and quotes versus an actual sit down and read it. Funny, funny,
0: funny. You want to borrow it? No, I'm good, bro. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm good. I'm good, man. Um, all right, so episode eighty-one, book review time. Uh, we did the big leap by Gay Hendricks. Um, so this, I mean, this was a quick read uh, or a quick listen, I should say. Uh, but man, like he had gems uh, for days. Um, it was it was kind of the same theme through the whole book. Like it, you know, talked about the same thing, but it just talked about... Um, different things in life that, uh, hold us, like hold us back, like our own thinking, our own thought processes, and just how we've been conditioned. You know, the minute we get a level of success in one part of our lives, we have to have something else go wrong in a different part to keep that, that limit or that upper limit or that thermometer at the same temperature, Right um was basically the overarching theme of the book and it, like as he was going through it I was like oh this is my problem <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> like li- like literally he when he explained it you know he, was, he gave per- like so many great examples like you get a a big raise at work or something and then you end up the night having a fight with your spouse why because you have like we all have a a barometer on where we're supposed to be and and the minute we start to get close to that or go over that barometer we sabotage ourselves to bring us back back down to that barometer um so yeah yeah dude i i didn't i didn't i didn't really put too much notes down for this book you know it was it was, man, it was just a great read, man. I was just, like, really into this one. I was just, like, listening, like, wow, that sounds a lot like me.
1: <laughs> it's a great mix between, uh, uh, like, a book that's a story versus a book that is, like, a self-development book. You know what I mean? Um yeah. it blends very well. It plays very well between those two. Um I also I finished it very quickly, and it's it's short enough and good enough where you definitely, you know, one of those books, like, yeah, definitely read it again in a couple of years. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, I'm gonna agree with you on yeah, you know, once you understand the upper limit thermostat but you kind of understand your human psyche a little bit on, you know, like avoiding, um, you know, avoiding risk. Uh, It it kind of makes sense. And he talks a lot about trying to get yourself um, into the genius zone. One part that really got me was people stay in the excellent zone. And instead of moving on and going into their genius zone.
0: Yeah, and he, yeah, that was a powerful point, because, like, um, he talked about, so there was four barriers that keep us in or around our limit, right, and he, it was, um, I'm somewhere fundamentally flawed, to believe you're flawed, um, disloyalty and abandonment in your past, uh. Bigger success equals more problems or, or more burdens, and you, you dim your light not to shine so bright. Um, Are the four barriers and like, so as he was explaining those things, these are things that have happened in our past, you know, or during our lives that cause us to have a thermostat set. You know, like I, I love the number four when he talked about um, you know, we dim our light not to shine so bright. And man, mm. he was talking about <clears throat> he was talking about when you grow up, right? Like growing up, like as parents, you know, we have you know, obviously if you are lucky enough to have kids, um if you go ahead if you go ahead and have kids, you always try to keep the one kid that's shining the brightest, we tell them like, "Oh no, you need <clears> to <throat> wait for your." You need your some siblings. water, coop. What's that? You need some water, bro. I'm good, man. I'm good. Okay. Don't worry. All right. Hang on, right, me let me let me let me adjust my car my seat in the car right now. <laughs> <laughs> anyways, anyways, um, no. So they were talking about kids. You know, when kids are growing up, you know, they always got the kids that are the most athletic or the ones that are always doing good, right? Always outshining the siblings and the parents tell them like, no, we can't, we can't uh, do that. Or, or they sense, they sense the parents disapproval. Right. And so then as kids, we take that and we internalize that and it's like, oh, I'm not supposed to outshine my siblings. Now lessons like that are so small at the time but they translate into bigger things in life, <clears throat> like when you have goals, right? And you and you get to these goals, but then you don't want to grab it or go after it because it's going to make you a you know bigger and brighter than those around you, right? So you don't go after it. you just stay at that thermometer or that level that you for yourself, right? So. That, that 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 got me for sure like i always gotta be careful about that you know you got the kids because those little lessons they they take them in right. they take them with with themselves um through life so
1: sports is a great um example of you can almost see that play out you know if you you know spend any time like watching a sports team or coaching a sports team participating on a sports team like i think of the you know, the the person who's just an absolute maybe stud in practice or you can tell is super athletic. Um, but when it comes to the performance, you know, they're kind of passive or they don't – they're not always giving effort, right? And a lot of that could have been, you know, something that they, you know, accidentally learned at a young age, you know, like can't can't go too hard. Um, so that's, I, I liked that part a lot, but you made me even chew on it even more. Um, what did you think of – when we're jumping all over, um, when he talked about time,
0: you have, you have you. Well, I, I have my own thought. What like what did you think? You play you play. What 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 can be sure do
1: you sure? Well, he talks about this book is always like it's it, when you're reading it, you're like, oh yeah, I do that. You know, like oh, I got to change that or I got to fix that, right? Um, and he's talking about how like you know you're you're the source of your own time you know, you technically make, I think he calls it Newtonians theory or Newtonian, something about, um, you know, you're, you're at the source of your own time. And usually you either have all the time in the world or you don't have any time. And those are, um, those are thought traps that you either use as an excuse or you use, um, as a reason why you're not happy. Um, so I'm guilty of always, you know, pulling the time excuse. And it was just a, a fresher, a different perspective of looking at looking at it.
0: Yeah. And, and, you know, and it it all it all it all goes to, uh, you know, we talked about the uh, we read the power of now. Right. Like we, we you know, we have time, but <clears throat> our mind, man, I, I think I do need some water. <clears throat> <laughs> <clears throat> sorry, ladies and gentlemen. Sorry. I got this frog in my throat um but you know we take time and you know our our mind likes to make time in positive or negative right kind of like what you're saying like what happened into our past or from our past we like to take that in the and then project it into the future when we don't even know what the future might bring right and so then we're worrying about or what this might happen, or this this might go yeah. wrong. You know, instead of you know being present in the moment and and taking taking care of those things in the moment, um, instead of oh, I already know what's going to happen here, um, so I'm not even gonna take I'm not even gonna worry about it. Like this, I already know the outcome here. You know, based uh, on I like I like
1: how he compared people who worry to people who play the lottery.
0: Yeah. That was big. That was big. You know, and like, yeah, man, the, the, the time the time thing, you, you can slice and dice the time thing. So, you know, I, I like you know, there's a saying that if if it's a priority, you'll make time for it.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, if it's not a priori- priority, you'll make an excuse, right? So um Yeah, man. I thought I thought that was that was awesome. Um, what what did you think about like did you take any like points out of the uh you know one of the barriers, the first one, like I'm somewhere fundamentally flawed. <clears throat> so you know, like, you know, we think we're not smart enough or we're not good enough.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um and so like we don't deserve we don't deserve this this either it's success or this person in our life. We don't do this so we sabotage ourselves out of that situation that great situation we mm-hmm. people, right?
1: um one thing i should bring up is that, you know i was like 30 minutes into the book and i called my wife and i was like hey um you got to read this book i want to i want you to read it too you know you're you're doing the book club this month basically is kind of what i told her um and In regards to your question just now, you know, like I think everyone struggles with that, myself included. Mm -hmm. But it's something that, you know, one thing I noticed right away about my wife is I was like, hey, you know, like you shouldn't talk about yourself that way. You know, this was, you know, early on in our relationship. And now we, you know, we we keep each other accountable all the time when we catch each other, you know, having a, um, you know, we weren't always calling them limiting thoughts we, we, you know, negative thoughts or negative talk. And um, we both kind of just discussing the book. We're kind of like, you know, I wonder where I learned this is kind of what we kept saying to each other. You know, or I wonder how I created this pattern, this habit. Um, mine for some reason is definitely um, deflection. Uh, I finished the book, you know, everything's fresh in your mind. I get a phone call from a a realtor in town who is um, writing an offer for some clients on a listing I have. And he calls me and says, hey, I just got to say, I looked you up like you do a ton of business. And I literally like my initial thought was like, oh, thanks. You know, I don't I don't do that much. You know, I was I literally had to like choke myself to not say that and to accept the compliment and, you know, be grateful for it right and i I, right away i was like i wonder where i learned to be like a master deflector because that's what i am which is a form of you know like to me uh like "Ah, i'm not that good i'm not that good enough i'm not that and for you know it it was some a lot of stuff in adolescence and you really got to chew and think on it and then make it a priority to to work on that stuff
0: yeah like yeah this book really um I think I think it's definitely up there with books that definitely, at least for me, that really challenged my thought process. Oh yeah, and I I think it was just like, like what I loved about the book is we all have the thermostat set. Yep, (laughs) we all have it set, and we might not even be aware of it, right? And like, I think for me. And the reason I didn't write so much, like, so many notes is because literally I was stuck on the point of, again, we know, like, how our lives are, you know, it's all interconnected. But when he kept touching on the point, like, you get somewhere successful in this part of your life and another part of your life, you have a problem pop up there. Mm, that, That got you, huh? That got like that. Li- I was so stuck on that for the like literally the whole book, and I was like, "Oh, that's my upper, that's my upper limit." Tell like, literally, that's really what it was. And <clears throat> again, um, one of the again one of the great po- points brought up in this book was he said to you know to hang around people that have the thermometer higher, mm. and because that. You know, just being in uh, proximity will automatically raise your raise your uh, your thermostat. It's so true. And is that why you made that Facebook post? What post? What did I about mean? about turning your furnace on? No, that was just a dumb, um, bro. It's the time of the year, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I got you. <clears throat>
1: it's crazy how much success breeds success and cool people hang out with cool people. And, and, and I know that's where you were going with it. So I don't want to steal too much of your no, thing, but, but I agree, man.
0: I agree. Yeah. Th- no, this, this, this is a great book. Like it re- it really showed like places I need to, I need to improve on for sure. For sure. Like, um, that, and that's why, that's why, that's why reading is great, right? That's why we do these book clubs, like to, to grow, to get better. Like what can we take out of, out of this book? Um,
1: what do you think about health and sickness as an upper limit?
0: I'm always working on the health thing, man. Like, so for me, at least, you know, I'm, I'm always a believer in health as wealth, Right. And so like literally when, I do everything I can not to get sick, right? Like I'm on different vitamins, like, or like I'm on every, everything. So the minute I get sick or I get a little sniffle, I'm like back in my, okay, what am I not eating? What do I need to add? I need to go to the gym. Like when I'm like feeling achy, the achy feeling, like not going, not, not wanting to move. That's when I have to, like, that's when I have to discipline myself as a like, coop you need to go to the gym or you need to go on the treadmill. You need to like stay walking. You mm. stay active. Right. That's that's just how I cope with with my stuff. But again, like the mind and the universe is 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 again, it's awesome, right? It can either help you or it can hurt you. Right. And so, you know, if if I'm on the same wavelength um as you, Caleb, um, <clears throat> you know, our when he was talking about health and sickness you know, some people, they, they get to a certain point and they stop or like so, something happens, right. Again, how, how I'm talking, like something happens great in your life. And then another aspect falls off. It could be your, you get sick, right. Just mm-hmm. again, to bring you back down to, to that thermometer again, you know, mm-hmm. and again, it could be, it could be any part of your life, but if you, if you're someone that's not as active or like that takes health seriously, that might be the part of your life that brings you back down to that thermometer
1: that is set. So, I got a couple of anecdotes. Okay, on this section. Um, first of all, I agree a hundred percent with his outlook on upper limits and your health. Um, the one, the couple of things I think of is people who you know bust their butt their whole life retire. And then shortly pass away soon after. Yep. Um, another thing I think of is, you know, special individuals who come down with a very serious illness. Perhaps it's terminal. Perhaps it's can- some sort of bad cancer. And they're given a very bad outlook. And they either, you know, crush it for a significantly longer amount of time than doctors tell them. Or they beat it somehow. Some might call it a miracle. Um, this That's this, that, and the other, Right. Um, and then I look at my own life and, you know, let's say I get the scratchy throat, the cough, the sniffle, the eggs coming on. Um, I immediately tell my brain, look at my calendar this next two weeks, right? I cannot get sick. <laughs> I love it. I lo- <laughs> and I don't get sick, Coop. And I it. what I would tell you is, you know, do I eat healthy? I'm okay. Do I exercise regularly? I'm okay do I do a lot of bad things for my health? Absolutely. Right. But I don't get sick because I tell my brain, we can't afford to get sick. The times I do get sick is when I'm running a million miles an hour. And then like, you know, Thanksgiving break comes on or Christmas break comes on, you know, your body to me, that's the opportunity where, you know, like my, my limit can show itself. That's what was when I when I allow myself to relax.
0: And, but as you're, as you're talking, this coming back to me, like, it almost seems, there's two things. Like, it almost seems like when you're, when you slow down and you're not having a lot going on, that's when things can creep in. Right. Um, And this, and also the second point is like mental, right. You know, if you think about something long enough, it'll show up. If you think of, I can't get sick or the flu, like you think about the flu, flu, flu the whole time, you're going to get the flu, right? Mm-hmm. If you tell your body, mm-hmm. if you tell your body, I cannot get sick right now. I'm just saying, you know, like, I mean, we could do a whole
1: goes back to that self talk.
0: We could, go, we, we could do a whole episode on, on the pop, the power of the mind, dude the The power of the mind, Just and the and the little we scientifically know about it. Crazy, crazy, crazy. But yeah, man. I, like, and again, not. I know I talk about him a lot, but like, you look at a dude like Grant Cardone, right? Um, I'm pretty sure, dude is. I think it's either 62 or 63. Like, let's get on fact checker. If yeah, ch- check him. Ch- check check me, call. please. Maybe 61. I know he's over 60. Yeah. Sure.
1: Grant Cardone is 63 years
0: old. 63. Now, I, I want people to go check his Instagram and let me know if that man looks like he's 63. Caleb's, Caleb's seen some of my, my tweets, my retweets. Does he look like he's 63?
1: Um, No, you would guess like you know, 50s. 45 to
0: 50. 50s, right? And yeah. so that, that was what I was saying earlier about we get sick when we slow down, or like when we don't have goals or a purpose in life.
1: I look at Jerry Jones sometimes, Coop. Oh man, how does that do? That well, he ain't got time to die. He's building his empire.
0: Oh, bro, you know, bro, he what like seventy maybe seventy maybe pushing eighty.
1: Jerry Jones is seventy-eight. <sighs> that man was built during World War II. Born during World War II.
0: I don't. You look at him. He looks like like I when I see him. I don't think H. I think like, okay, dudes in the dudes in the stands at another football game. In the when school. I was
1: eight years old, I you know I'd be watching the Cowboys play on Thanksgiving, and Jerry Jones is you know looking the exact same then. How many now? You know what I'm saying? Like, how
0: many Thanksgivings has Jerry Jones been a part of in our in our lifetime?
1: That's <laughs> everyone.
0: <laughs> if you watched football, right? <laughs> That's crazy. No, I just literally thought about that. Like, but again, dude has goals and he's trying to build a. He's, he's too busy team. to worry about getting old, man. Too busy, and like, and so like when I see like when I look at people like Jerry Jones, Grand Cardone, like those guys are so goal driven and purpose driven that you look at them and you don't really think, oh, they, they look rough, like they look like they're they might have a couple, they might have like. A year, maybe two left. Like e- even us. Like w- like, grand Cardone. First thing I think about is definitely not his age. Jer- Jerry Jones. First thing you think of is not his age. No. Um, you know, like, and so that's you know, so I'm saying, like, what's your goal? What's your purpose? What's driving you? Right? Because those are the things that are going to make you push the extra mile, get up when you don't want to get up, and live longer than you're expected to live. That's just my personal opinion. You know, I i you know, I might be wrong, but Yeah, but the the health, the sickness, yeah, powerful.
1: Power power. Yeah. Good book. Um any other points you want to chit chat about?
0: Um I we talked about this earlier, but uh self-sabotage happens when we soar past our goals. Mm. And he made a great point that and again, this is like one of the main things of the book is that you can have you can have it all you can have the great wealth or great health the wealth spirituality happiness happiness you can you can be happy mentally you can be happy or not mentally happy materially and happy spiritually i think that was the, like one of his main points you know but we again in today's society it's you got to have one or the other you know like yeah, yeah, Mike. Is is that something we believe, or is that something that we've just have been told? That's just what it is.
1: I think you tweeted something the other day. You know, like you can have your nine to five, your side hustle, your you know work on your this and that. You know, you can have it all. That's a good way to end it. That was a subliminal. Love it. <laughs>
0: That's why I love my business partner. I, I'll say stuff to him, and he just it just bounces off. Like, all right, Coop, on to the next. What's up? Um, No, this is a great book. Uh, definitely, if you guys haven't read this one or listened to it, make sure you... Uh, it's
1: one of my favorite books I think we've read, Coop.
0: Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it was literally, like, that book that, like, for me... Again, every book we've put on here has, has spoken to me, like, in more than one way, but this one was really, really like, Coop, this is... Why things happen to you,
1: it makes you scratch your head Make the, whole, the whole way through.
0: Yep, it just you scratch your head, it's like, Oh, yeah, makes,
1: that makes a lot of, sense.
0: lot of sense. This is what I've been looking for, <laughs> but yeah, it was a great book. Um, man, so we, uh, our next book, um, has been on my bucket list for. A while and Caleb brought it to the forefront. Uh extreme oops, say that wrong. Extreme ownership. How US Navy SEALs lead and win. Is this is Jocko. Jocko's book? Yep. Oh man. Jocko Willink.
1: This is a legendary book. I don't and, I, I've never read it, but it's a legendary book, I hear. And Leif Babin, I think. Oh, I wasn't trying to disrespect Lee. For my bad.
0: Oh yeah, no, you're good. Um, so yeah, pumped to read this one, uh, Caleb. So when we were texting about this book that one day, and like I wasn't really responding, I, I was I was making sure the the uh, the language was was decent. This and that.
1: This again. <laughs> These boys are obs-
0: obsessed with it. I was, that's why, like, I didn't really say much after we, after we, like, we, yeah, we did that one. I literally took an hour and was like, just double checking reviews, like, okay, all right, if I give the okay, it's, it's, it's too late to turn back now, so, um, anyways, anyway.
1: You got <laughs> so a one trick
0: mind mine sometimes. That's, that's, that's the book for October, um, that we're going to read, um,
1: Anything else, Caleb? It sounds like a taking
0: souls type of book, so I'm excited. Love it, I, bro! W- w- like, I'm just saying, like, I'm. I think we will, we will both love it, but I don't know. There were some mixed reviews, but the,
1: I mean, anytime you have extreme and ownership, I feel like you're gonna offend some mm-hmm.
0: people. <laughs> Ah, my job! We should literally just end especially
1: the you know the society we're in today.
0: all right, cool mm. episode eighty one <laughs> we gotta get to work we gotta get man, we gotta get to work uh we got we got things we gotta take ownership
1: of. <laughs> <Okay>. yep, <laughs> I got a couple of things I own I don't wanna own, so I'll
0: oh really get going. okay, uh, please rate, review, leave us a review, subscribe uh. All of the above, and uh, have a great week, everybody.
1: Have a great week, Coop.